Welcome to Me, Myself, and Ego, where your host, Kim Jamison, discusses real-life, relatable stuff. Join Kim as she takes you on a transformational journey of self-discovery, helping you become aware of the bullshit you tell yourself. Are your stories and beliefs holding you back, stopping you from achieving all that you desire? Want less stress and more abundance, less anxiety and more peace? Then you will love this honest, tangible approach to taking control of your life. Here's your host, Kim Jamison. Welcome to another episode of Me, Myself and Ego. I hope you are wonderfully fantastic today and life is good. What I'm going to have a little bit of a chat about today is men, the men in your life. Or if you are a man, maybe I'm talking to you. I was having a conversation yesterday with my next door neighbor whom I have not even known for 12 months and I really don't know that much about. We've had a few conversations over the fence and barbecue and that kind of thing but I don't really know them, know my neighbors. Um, But all I know really is that they're a lovely couple and they've got two kids and um, as I say I was talking to the man of the relationship yesterday over the fence and or at the front gate rather and he has asked me quite a few times about what I do and it seems genuinely interested and he asked me again yesterday how it all works and that kind of thing and we got chatting and you know he was sort of telling me a bit about um his life and how he's lost a lot of friends due to PTSD and suicide and all of that sort of stuff and um you know he basically again asked how what I do works how it transpires in helping people's lives and potentially you know how it's different to traditional psychotherapy and talk therapy and all of that sort of stuff so I was explaining to him how you know traumas are created and all of this sort of stuff and how traditional psychotherapy is or traditional talk therapy helps people in many ways but not necessarily with trauma because trauma is trapped in our nervous system and nervous system is not our brain it is not something we can talk ourselves out of uh, we need to teach the nervous system that it's in fact safe and that it doesn't need to react and respond in a way in which it learnt how to react and respond when there was some form of threat to their survival. Anyway, it just got me thinking and I think about this quite a lot now, I never used to, um, how men are just supposed to be men and how they're supposed to man up and how us women very much so in society, just look upon men as, you know, needing to be okay all the time. And sure, you know, there there is this movement of it's okay if you're a man and you can cry and it's okay for boys to cry and blah, 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 blah. You know, when I was a kid, that definitely was not okay. Um, not that that was ever said in my house. You know, my brother was allowed to have emotions and things like that, but the men weren't. You know, boys were, but men weren't. And that's still very much, I see that a lot in society. And, you know, all of the women that I know push for um, equality and, uh, you know, they say that they want to have the same rights as men 
and when I say all the women in my life, I'm not saying the women in my life are out there burning bras and are hypocritical feminists, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What I see is typically women saying that they want equality to a degree. But we don't give it back to the men. We don't give it back to the people that we expect so much from. And, you know, we lose compassion and empathy for a boy at a certain age. You know, when a boy turns, what, 18, 20, 25, or gets into a relationship and has children and then has roles and responsibilities, I think that's when society goes, oh, no, you just need to be okay now. You just need to man up because you have children. But it's okay for women to fall apart. It's okay for women to feel the heaviness of their responsibilities and yell and scream and, you know, get help and post memes and reels and shit on Instagram about how they're a hot mess and how it's hard to be a woman and it's hard to be a mom and it's hard to have all of these responsibilities. Yet men are just supposed to man up. I just find the hypocrisy so sad and it breaks my fucking heart because I have two boys who are very, very big feelers. And the thought of those boys having to go out into the world and just all of a sudden be fucking okay because they've got a doodle and they're a man and they've got testosterone and all of a sudden, you know, they're supposed to take on the role of a man in a relationship and just put their own shit aside and be there for the women in their lives and be there for their children. Yes, 110,000 fucking percent, I want my my boys to be men. And my boys are going to be fantastic men, but I hope that they always have women around them that allow them to also feel and share and be vulnerable because it's hard enough, you know, being a man in society let alone being a man in a home where they're not allowed to share. So I guess my message is to just remember that every man was once a boy and every man was once someone's innocent baby and every man has wounds and traumas and feelings and big emotions. They experience overwhelm and all the hot messiness that women feel. So allow those men in your life to have space and have safety to be able to feel vulnerable and to be able to share with you. And if you're in a space where you're not okay with that, and I guess I'm predominantly talking to women here, but also men, because, you know, Men sometimes can't be there for other men because it's too big and it's too raw and it's, you know, there's that element of shame and guilt and traumas that they don't know how to hold space for other men. So, you know, if if you ever find yourself in a situation where a man or a boy is getting emotional or they're trying to share with you something that they're feeling and you get awkward and you get triggered and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't you know, I can't be there. I can't hold this space for this person right now. Check yourself, you know, check in with yourself and be like, well, why can't I hold space for this man in my life right now? Why do I feel uncomfortable because this man is getting emotional? Why do I feel uncomfortable or why do I want to shut this conversation down? Where are my wounds and my triggers sitting with all of this? 
because maybe maybe you grew up in an environment where a man was shut down whenever he showed emotion or maybe rather than showing emotion the men in your life got angry maybe they felt vulnerable and they were never taught that that was safe or that you know a safe space was ever provided for them so they showed anger maybe they were an alcoholic maybe they got physical maybe they completely and utterly shut down and just didn't know how to speak you know these things transpire in lots of different ways in adulthood for both men and women um you know, my next door neighbor yesterday was saying to me, or he asked me, you know, if a man has a trauma or a boy has a trauma, how does that transpire in their adult life? Like, what should I look for with my friends? You know, he was talking about losing a lot of friends to suicide. And he's like, you know, if they say they're okay, what do you do? Do you just leave it there? But he actually answered his own question in a really good way that he has found to open space and open these conversations with his mates was he said he just started to share with them. He started to share his own vulnerabilities and how he feels and his wounds and his fears and all of this sort of stuff. And then he's found that his mates have opened up and gone, well, fuck, you know, I feel like that too, which is amazing. So if you are a man and you don't know how to talk to the other men in your life, don't worry about necessarily helping them and asking them what's wrong and then needing to know an answer of of how to help. Listening is such a help, but not always listening in a way that you need to provide an answer. Just listen like my neighbor does. He opens up the conversation by telling them what he's feeling, not asking and not needing a solution to how he's feeling, rather just opening the platform, opening this safe space for whomever he's having a conversation with, whichever that mate is at that time, for them to go, well, yeah, right. It's nice to know you feel like that because this is how I feel. And having this back and forth conversation, this kind of like open mic situation, but not feeling like the pressure of, you know, you have to provide a solution because not everyone's a coach, not everyone's a therapist, but not everyone needs a coach. Not everyone needs a therapist. Sometimes all the men in your life or all the boys in your life need is to be heard without judgment, is to be seen without the expectation or without the eyes of them being a man. Remove your own conditioning Remove your own bullshit around a man man shouldn't cry or men shouldn't have feelings or men shouldn't do this and men shouldn't do that. Fuck that shit. That stuff is old. That was when 14-year-old boys were going to war. That adaptation of survival, pushing a 14-year-old down a trench with a gun and saying, shoot, We don't live in that world anymore, not in the Western world anyway. So remove your conditioning, that old industrialized conditioning of a man should be tough and a man should man up and a man shouldn't cry and a man this and a man that. It's fucking bullshit. It's absolute hypocrisy. If that's the case, then stop feeling what you feel as a woman. 
Stop expecting the men in your life to make you feel better and be there for you. If you can't be there for your man or your boys, stop expecting it of them. You know, it's just bullshit. It's utter fucking bullshit. A lot of people ask me how I forgive the men in my life. (laughs) Fuck off with your forgiveness. It's not always about forgiving. It's about seeing them as a fucking human, just like I perhaps expected them to see me. Forgiveness is a byproduct. Forgiveness is something that it's like jumping the gun. It's like you can't just have shit in your life and then forgive. It's a decision, my friends. It's about compassion. It's about understanding. It's about removing your old conditioning that I just spoke about, your old expectations, the bullshit that doesn't help fucking anyone, and seeing them, loving them, understanding that they are human just like you. Just because they have a dick doesn't mean that they don't have the same shit you have. Like, fuck off with that crap. So how I moved on from a lot of the shit that I have dealt with in my life, and sure, you know, I've had shitty situations and shitty relationships and I've had to find a place where I could move on from that. And that wasn't through forgiveness because that's jumping the gun. That was through seeing that man as a human, seeing that man as someone's child. And perhaps in a way I was able to do that more so because I'm a mum to boys. But how can I vilify and trust me, I did. I'm not saying I didn't. But how can I now, with with the understanding that I have and the place that I'm at, how can I vilify any man in my life when those men are my boy's dads or dad? You know, how, how can I look at a man and not have empathy or compassion for them and then look at my now almost 12-year-old and my 20-year-old with the same eyes. You know, I say this all the time and it's a reminder to myself, you need to be the change you want to see in the world. If you want your boys to grow up in an environment and a world where they feel safe to share where they feel loved and supported no matter what, even if they have to fucking cry, then you need to check yourself. You need to fix, not fix, that's not the right use of the word. You need to heal. Nothing's broken. No one's broken. You need to heal your wounds. You need to check in on your old conditioning and heal that shit within yourself so that your boys can move forward in life without the same generational bullshit or move into a home where they're with someone who has the same broken beliefs as you. So I don't, I didn't get to this place through forgiveness. I got to this place through compassion and checking in with my own bullshit stories around what a man should be and the expectations I had placed on men because men are boys. 
men were boys. Men are still boys, just like women are still little girls. You know, there's this whole movement of telling women that they're enough and finding compassion and self-love and self-worth and self-confidence. Give that gift to the men and the boys in your life as well. Stop just expecting the men and the boys in your life to be tough and not feel. Because, you know, as I say, if you want a good relationship, a healthy relationship, whether it's just with friends or your partner or whatever, your kids, you've got to heal this shit with yourself first. You can't expect anyone to come with you with their wounds and their fears if you can't hold space for them, if you can't support them in that moment. You have to heal yourself first. You have to question your own conditioning. Why do I get uncomfortable when my man cries? Why do I get uncomfortable when my partner shows vulnerability? Why do I get angry when my partner has a bad day? Why do I feel the need to make it about me? Why is it okay for me to dump all of my shit on my partner, but I don't like when they do that to me? Maybe you don't do that. Maybe you're, you know, you've, you're, you're not guilty of this stuff. But fuck, a lot of women are in society very much as a collective does and is. You got to check in with yourself. <laughs> Heal your own wounds and your own conditioning. Stop looking for forgiveness and stop looking at those who you think have just forgiven and forgotten. You know, even my mom says to me sometimes, oh, you've got a very short memory, Kimberly." thinking about, you know, past relationships and things like that. She's like, oh, you know, you can be all wishy-washy and woo-woo and forgive if you like, but I still remember. That's a fucking choice. It's a choice to remember. I remember. I remember the pain. I remember the heartache. I remember the what felt like abandonment and betrayal. I remember all of that. If I choose to remember, I don't choose to ignore I choose to move beyond. I choose to see it all with compassion and understanding that everyone does what they think is right at the time. I say it all the time. It is an unshakable core belief of mine. It's bulletproof. You'll never budge that core belief of mine. Even all of the evil in the world. And trust me, I go down every goddamn rabbit hole there is. I know pure evil. I've seen it. I know it. But still I have that core belief of everybody does what they think is right at the time. doesn't make it okay, but you will never, ever budge my core belief. So I look at these men in my life, past relationships, past wounds, past hurts, with that mindset and that love and that compassion and that knowing that no matter what has happened, no matter what's, what hurts, what betrayals, I know that they only did what they thought was right at the time. Just like however I dealt with it and however I reacted to it and responded to it, I did what I thought and what I felt was right at the time, given whatever point I was at in my life at that time. You know, my psychotic reactions to 
past wounds and hurts and heartbreaks and betrayals, smashing picture frames and throwing clothes outside. I did that in that moment because it felt what right. It felt like what I needed to do in that moment. Would I respond like that now? Fuck, I'd hope not. I'd hope not. Those thoughts might pop up. And as I said many times, this journey of self-growth and healing and becoming more aware and conscious isn't about not having those reactions and triggers anymore. Within us, it's about not reacting upon them and not feeling unsafe in those moments or unseen in those moments once we've processed them. So I hope that the men in your life feel safe to share with you. And I hope that any man or any boy listening to this knows that they do matter. They absolutely do matter. And just because they get a bit of hair on their chest doesn't mean they're no longer worthy of being seen and heard and held and loved because you absolutely are. You do matter. And if the people in your life don't see you, is that about them or you? I don't know. I can't answer that question. You know, sometimes you just have to take that step and open up. Give them the opportunity to see you and hear you. Find someone who will listen. Maybe at first it's a therapist. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's someone who can hold space for you and you don't feel like you have to be anything. You can drop your guard because they're not your family. They're not your friends. They're not your partner. Maybe that's a good place to start. But pushing down and shoving down and trying to ignore feelings, wounds, fears, overwhelm, worries, won't make them go away. I say to my daughter all the time, my six-year-old, she's sort of at this phase where she's not a baby anymore, but she's six, you know, she's still a little girl. She came charging in my room the other day because she was hungry and I hadn't got her breakfast. And I said to her, well, you sat downstairs crying, which I had no idea she was crying, mind you, You sat down there crying because you were hungry when you could have come and told mummy that you were hungry. Mummy didn't know. Or you could have got yourself some cereal. So sometimes we can't ignore these problems because ignoring a problem doesn't make it go away. You either have to ask mummy for help or you go and get some cereal. You know, problems don't go away if we shove them away. And we sit there and we feel sorry for ourselves. Big lesson for a six-year-old. But it's also a relevant lesson for any age. You can't ignore problems. They don't go away. They form a wound and then they fester. And then they come out as something else in the wrong way, in an unintended way. So, again, my message here today is... Be the change you want to see in the world. Treat the men the way you want your boys to be treated. And if you can't, sort yourself out. Meaning, look at your own wounds, your own conditioning. Why can't you provide that safe space for the men in your life? And men, start the conversation with your mates. And if you can't, check yourself. Check your conditioning. 
What do you think of another man when he's crying? Does that belief serve you anymore? If not, fuck it off. Change it. Change that belief that men don't cry. Change that belief that men can't be vulnerable or show vulnerability. Change it. Open the conversation. Even if it's just talking in front of the mirror and you showing yourself that you can be vulnerable, start there. Women, you can do that too. Because a lot of women have this these masculine wounds where they feel like they can't show vulnerability. They feel like they have to be okay all the time. Start by talking to yourself, telling yourself that it's okay to have these feelings and these emotions and these wounds and this overwhelm. Just start. Nothing changes if you don't start. And men, if, again, if you're listening to this, or women, obviously, boys, whomever, if you need help, you want to work with me, you think maybe I can help you, reach out, send me a message. It just starts with a conversation. There is zero judgment from me. I've seen it all. I've probably experienced a lot of it. I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to try help. Thank you for listening to another episode of Me, Myself and Ego. I hope this landed where it needed to land. And remember, be kind. Thanks for listening to Me, Myself, and Ego with Kim Jamison. Be sure to subscribe to the show now to be the first to hear new episodes from Kim. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to like and share it so we can spread the love. Want more information on Kim and her work? Visit kimjamison.com.au today.